0: God Hears Her God Hears Her God Hears Her is brought to you
1: is brought to you by our
0: Daily Bread Ministries. Visit GodHearsHer.org Visit org. or find us on social for more information. She just looks at me and she goes, you're doing a really good job. And I just, I didn't even have tears. I didn't have anything by that point of the day. You know how you just sometimes keep taking a beating mm-hmm. and you just don't even know how to feel. But, you know, you got them. Right. And I just said, I'm trying. Yeah, you are. And she goes, you're doing a really good job trying. That's so sweet. And it was what I needed. Mm-hmm. And so in that moment, you know, it was a season of my life where I feel like God brought and spoke through her. Mm-hmm. Because he knew that I needed to be told. Mm-hmm. You're doing a good job no matter your circumstances and no matter what you're feeling right now. You're
1: listening to God Hears Her, a podcast for women where we explore the stunning truth that God hears you, He sees you, and He loves you because you are His. Find out how these realities free you today on God Hears Her.
0: Welcome to God Hears Her. I'm Erin Eddy. And I'm Elisa Morgan. When's the last
1: time you had one of those days or one of those weeks or one of those months? And maybe it's been a year, <laughs> just one thing after another, maybe a kid got sick and then another kid and then you got sick, or maybe you've been experiencing pain, or maybe your job is not going well, or a relationship with a friend or your husband is rough at best, or maybe you fill in the blank. If you can relate, this show is for you.
0: Well, you know, I've had some of those days and weeks, Elisa, mm-hmm. because I usually end up calling you. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yep. <laughs> Well today, we are going to talk about what to do with these things called feelings, or what we will call in the show, indicators, warning lights that something is going on inside of us. Now, there are women who feel deeply and wear their emotions on their sleeves, like me. And there are others of us, like you, Elisa, who are tuned in with their feelings in a slightly different way and are more careful with who we show those feelings to, for both groups. Feelings Matter, and today, we are going to spend some time talking about the importance of feelings and how those emotions matter to God. Let's get started. Here's Erin, and she asks a
1: question about those moments in life when we just feel done. This is God Hears
0: Her. Have you ever had one of those weeks, Elisa, where you're like, I'm just done?
1: One of those weeks? Yeah. You're yeah, like right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a lot of those weeks. Yeah.
0: you're yeah, we just like mm. exhausted. Mm-hmm. Like you feel like you feel mm-hmm. like your feelings <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. are just overcoming you.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm not great at leading with my feelings. I'm good at identifying them. Okay. And compartmentalizing
0: them. Got it. Just oh, that's saying. So, that's so good. Well,
1: I'm a survivor of an alcoholic home, you know, adult yeah. child of an alcoholic. So one of the things I learned really quickly was to compartmentalize. So I can go from room to room to room in my being mm. or in my world yeah. and keep my feelings going. And I don't always do the best job of processing them or emoting them.
0: That makes total sense. That makes sense. For sense. Thanks. There you yeah. go. Sense. <laughs> Sounds like you thought about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've thought about my feelings. <laughs> So I had a brick and mortar store. It was about 2,300 square feet.
1: And some people don't know what brick and mortar means. So brick and mortar
0: means it's a store, like a physical building that I rented. uh, I had a landlord. Okay. So 2,300 square feet. We had retail in the front, and then we did all of our fulfillment, which means shipping out orders in the back. What kind of product? T-shirts. A whole store's T-shirts. Wow. Yeah, T-shirts. Cool. Okay. So T-shirts and accessories like uh, keychains mm-hmm. and bags and things like that. And this is a part of your brand,
1: your work called So, so Worth, Worth Loving. Loving. Yes, mm-hmm. okay. exactly.
0: Okay. So it was our very first building that I ever rented. It was like the first big girl Business buildings. (laughs) Not that big. You're 11. Right. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I get you. The grown up was big. Grown up. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It was just a special season of my life to make that commitment for three years to have this building. And it was just, yeah, it was was symbolic to, you know, the next adventure of our company. Mm. There were a lot of firsts in this building. So it was really special. Oh, yeah. Then I was renting out desks to people. In the co-working space. So I had a co-working space, which is like other graphic designers that didn't want to work from home. They could come and rent out of our space. Hmm. It was a little bit of a staple in the community. Nice. A gathering place. It was a gathering place. Yeah. So it came to an end. Okay. By your choice? Or? By my oh, choice. by the rent, the lease? Lease situation. Okay. Some circumstances within the business to lease okay. to my personal stuff that was going on in my divorce. So it came to an end and I had to close it and pack everything up. And then I had to also tell everybody, hey, we're closing up. Mm. So that day, packing up my last boxes, and it was about 11 o'clock at night, three hours before I, pa- I was leaving the office, um, I found out that a friend passed away. Ooh. So mm. that happened. So it was closing, an era, friend passing away. I get in my car to go home, and I run out of gas
1: oh my goodness, <laughs> literally, emotionally, all,
0: <laughs> oh, literally, gosh. and figuratively, every way it can run out of gas. You did it. I did it. And I remember calling a girlfriend and I, I called her and she sounded sleepy because it was 11 o'clock at night. And she's like, hey, I'm like, hey, what are you up to? <laughs> well, I guess she's sleeping at 11 o'clock at yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like, I'm just getting ready for bed. What's going on? I said, well, <sighs> I ran out of gas. No 29-year-old should be running out of gas. Just like, let's go ahead and preface that. Mm-hmm. In the middle of downtown Atlanta. At like, night. I'm a, at 11 at I'm night. a big girl. Mm-hmm. I should know better. Mm-hmm. I've never run out of gas before. So she's like, okay, I'll, I'll come get you. And I said, are you sure? And she's like, yeah. So she comes and gets me. And we go to the gas station. And... Go. I have never bought gas before, so I buy a tiny little one-gallon tank thing, like the little container. Do you know that they car, have different sizes?
1: Yeah, without your car, you haven't bought gas before. So here yeah. you are, no car. Where are you going to put it in? You have to carry it in something, so... No, I didn't know they had different sizes. They have
0: different sizes. Cool. They have like, gal- I don't know how many. I don't know what the sizes are, but they have okay. small, medium, I mean, large. you got to carry
1: the thing so it <laughs> can't be too heavy. So okay.
0: we drive over there. I go into the gas station. I buy the smallest one because I'm like, I have a small car. It's a Fiat. It's probably a small gallon. I don't know. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's literally what Gallons I'm thinking. Gallons are different sizes, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. So I go in, buy it. I asked them to put twenty dollars on a gallon tank <laughs> <laughs> that I buy. That's and high octane stuff. High yeah. octane stuff. And then I go to the pump and I fill it up and I go, oh my gosh, it only fills up like five dollars. I need to go get sixteen dollars $16 returned or whatever. <laughs> so yes, as I'm going and in back into the gas station, my phone flies out of my hand <gasps> and it falls and it shatters. Oh no! And breaks. In the interim of that, I get harassed by some people at the gas station at the pump. Oh, my goodness. So literally, this is the day of, like, worse just and boom, worse, boom, just get, Terrible, keeps, awful, horrible, very bad day. Just keeps getting worse. So I go back in the gas station line to get some money back because I spent way too much money on the tiny gallon. And you know what she does? Your friend. Yeah. What? She just looks at me and she goes, you're doing a really good job. Mm. And I just, I didn't even have tears. I didn't have anything by that point of the day. You know how you just sometimes keep taking a beating. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you just don't even know how to feel. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But you know you got them. Right. And I just said, I'm trying. Yeah, you are. And she goes, you're doing a really good job trying. That's
1: so sweet.
0: And it was what I needed. Mm -hmm. And so in that moment, you know, it was a season of my life where I feel like God brought and spoke through her because he knew that I needed to be told. Mm -hmm. You're doing a good job no matter your circumstances and no matter what you're feeling right now. Mm. Have you ever had moments like that where God has used somebody in your life when you have felt like the feelings, or you don't even know how to process the feelings, and then they feel like they're coming to a point? Yeah.
1: Yeah, and this goes back to me compartmentalizing. I have a good friend who, you know, on the Myers-Briggs, she's an F and I'm a T, okay? She's a (laughs) feeling-oriented, I'm a thinking-oriented. And... You know, for, gosh, it's been 35, 40 years we've known each other. And early on in our our relationship, especially, she would cry my feelings. She would cry my tears. Wow. And it annoyed me the heck at first because I felt like it just felt weird, Mm -hmm. kind of out of body. But the more I got to know her and me, and the more I came to understand who I am and how I'm made... I've become grateful for her ability. She has an easy access to expression of feelings. She doesn't just cry. She'll emote and be joyous and (laughs) wonderful and all of that as well. And I can definitely do that. But she's like me on steroids. And when she does that, Erin, sometimes it helps me see me Mm. in a way that I haven't been able to access it. So I kind of understand what you're talking
0: about. And so by her friendship and you being able to see yourself through her, Mm -hmm. See yeah, yourself. yeah, yeah. See yeah. myself through her. Exactly. See yourself through her yeah. and the emotions that she's feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How does that connect with your relationship with God as He uses another person?
1: I really think we are windows to God. Mm. You know ourselves. You know, I think there's a proverb that says the mm. the eye is the window of the soul, and the reality is that when we look into other people's eyes and we see kind of a more clear reflection of ourselves back at us. It helps us know us more. I think it was Anne Voskamp who wrote at some point that feelings are neither right or wrong. Mm. Feelings inform us. Mm.
0: They're indicators. That's a good way to put it too. They're like a check engine light. I like that. I like that. They're like ding, 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 pay attention. So when somebody else reflects Mm. back
1: to me, my (laughs) feelings are like your friend did to you. You're doing a really good job. She could watch and see and mirror if you will mm-hmm. through her presence that this was hard and you were handling it that really validates informs indicates yeah what we maybe want to look at what we mm-hmm. maybe want to process
0: mm-hmm. what have you learned mm-hmm. like after that day actually it was the next day i remember laying in bed staring at the ceiling the tv wasn't on i was just like ugh. mm-hmm And at that point, I was very distant from God, but he was there. I was just distant to Mm -hmm. talk about what I was going through with him. Mm. And I just remember like putting my hand on my heart and literally saying like, God, this hurts. Mm. Like this week hurts. And there was almost like this impression to read this verse. Are you tired? Are you worn out? Are you burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn how to live freely and lightly.
1: That's from Matthew, Matthew chapter 11, right?
0: 11, 28.
1: 28, 29 in there, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: In in regular translations like the NIV, I think you're reading from the Message, which is beautiful that paraphrased by Eugene Peterson. But in, like the NIV, it'll say, mm-hmm. "Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. That's right. And I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn from me, for my yoke is easy, and my burden is light." Mm-hmm. And Peterson expresses that as the unforced what
0: rhythms of grace. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we want with our feelings is to know that. I can come to him or I can't. I get to choose that. Right. Mm-hmm. But grace is always there. Mm-hmm. It's always present. It's not forced upon. It's just there.
1: You know, it's beautiful about that too, Aaron. Um, I've read this and thought about that passage as well. And the verses that come just before that, hmm. before he says come, he talks hmm. about the relationship Jesus has with his father. Hmm. And I think there's a ways modeling yeah. what we can have with him.
0: Yeah. Explain that more to me. What are those ways? Well, you know, he's Jesus doesn't do life
1: alone. Yeah, Jesus is in tandem slash Trinity. And (laughs) with with the Godhead, the Holy Spirit, the Father and Jesus are one. Yeah, the only time they were ever separated was on the cross Hmm. at his death. And so they are united, there is one, they were united, there is one. And there's a modeling of community, almost this beautiful reflection of who they are to each other all the time that makes them who they are. And yeah. and, and there's a way in which, you know, as his image is in each of us, you know, we, we remind ourselves who we are, but also yeah. whose image we're made in. Hmm. So we hold up a mirror and it's like, tough day, Aaron, you're doing a really good job. And it's not just your friend telling you, you know, there's a way in which your yeah. friend's voice gives you encouragement that God sees you. Yeah. Yeah, that's and right. God is pleased mm. with you, even though you dropped your phone, even though you ran out of gas, right. even though it's hard.
0: Have you ever felt like your feelings were too heavy to bring to Him? Yeah, I can't pick them up sometimes. Yeah,
1: I can't carry them sometimes. Yeah, I have a neck issue, and I've noticed sometimes that if I get really stressed out or anxious, hmm. I have a hard time functioning. And and there have been really? times, yeah, there have been times when I've been praying and. If you think about different places in your body where you feel pain or tension or whatever, I I was doing that and I went straight to my neck and I sensed God actually putting his hand on my shoulder
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: just physically lifting that stuff I was trying to carry. It's like he was inviting me, come to me, come to me. And I, I, sometimes I can't identify it or I can't lift it to bring
0: it. Yeah. And I think he's willing to come to us and lift it. Do you ever feel like there's a circumstance that he, he wouldn't do that for you? Hmm. Do you? No. No. But I think that I get wrapped up in lies and thinking that. That's true. I think that I sometimes struggle with feeling like I have to be put together in order to come to him. You know, if, if it's something that like for me, like that moment, I was so distant. Yeah. Now, I always had a relationship and conversation and prayer life with him to some level, but it was a really shallow level at that point of my life that I felt like I found myself, I mean, that circumstance was, I mean, there were so many circumstances that were honestly out of my control. But I Mm -hmm. think sometimes we find ourselves in circumstances we could control. Mm -hmm. And we chose to make decisions that were unhealthy for us. Mm -hmm. And so that pain, that shame, those feelings of regret are so heavy that we feel like we can't bring them because we were a part of making them.
1: And we listen to the lies. Yeah, And I think that the real thing that, that happens there too, is that we're the ones pushing him away. I think he's there. I think he wants to be there in yeah. those embarrassing, shameful feelings, but I think we push him away. We
0: push him away. Do you? Absolutely. I mean, I think you know whether your feelings are a result to something you've chosen to mm-hmm. do, mm-hmm. or maybe your feelings have felt too heavy, mm-hmm. God is still there. He's mm-hmm. still, he can handle either one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just
1: a question. Are there any that are really hard for you to identify? Oh, for sure. Like, like, what ones can you quickly identify? Which ones take longer for you to go, oh, that's what this is?
0: Things that are my fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay, I figured. I figured. <laughs> that's good. Okay, when we come back, we will get into some tangible ways to both identify our feelings, identify the lies that hitchhike on our feelings, and discover a way forward to using even our emotions to draw near to God. That's coming up right here on God Hears Her.
1: Hey, guys, if you're enjoying the show today, please take a moment to write a quick review and rate us on iTunes and on whatever podcast platform you listen. Reviews and ratings help us reach more people because iTunes and other podcast platforms push highly rated shows in front of more people. So if you could take a moment to write a quick review and rate us, that would be super helpful in helping us to reach more women with a message that God hears her.
0: We are back. This is God Hears Her, and I'm Erin Eddy. And I'm Elisa Morgan, and in
1: just a moment we're going to jump back into our conversation about faith and feelings, but before we do, just a quick note. In this next part of the conversation, we're going to list out some things that help us identify feelings and then what to do with them. So for those of you who are in the middle of something else as you listen, I want to let you know that we've compiled all these ideas and verses together. So you can keep working at your desk or folding the laundry or running on the treadmill or doing whatever it is you're doing. You'll find all the talking points in today's show in the show notes, which can be found in the podcast description or on our website at GodHearsHer.org. That's GodHearsHer.org. All right, Erin, you're the one who gets this next part started by discussing what you do to process your feelings. This is God Hears Her.
0: I write them down. By doing that, I can understand what's a lie and maybe something that I was a part of choosing. Mm -hmm. What is maybe true, but I might be amplifying it more Mm -hmm. than it actually deserves. Okay. So writing it down, I get to actually look at the full picture. That's interesting. So I write down my feelings, just writing them down. No shame, no guilt, nothing. Just write. What What am I feeling? On a journal, on a, a journal. whiteboard, and you know, on a whiteboard, whatever is <laughs> on your, Facebook, whatever's your thing, right? <laughs> not on Facebook, okay. not on Instagram. No. Try not to no. make it an okay. Instagram <laughs> caption. Not I yet. Think, Yeah, make Process it a sacred it moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then I admit and I accept that that's where I'm at, and then I surrender them to God. Okay. So accept and admit. Um, I love what it says in Psalm 116. It says he protects the unwary, the simple hearted. Hmm. He protects the simple hearted. And so I looked up the definition of simple hearted, and that's to be honest and straightforward.
1: Wow. I like that.
0: And I think that I need to be honest and straightforward with my feelings and my thoughts. There's a protection that
1: comes... when we are. And that's very counterintuitive. Yeah, We think that we're risking yeah, and revealing and putting ourselves in danger. And yet, when we're honest and straightforward is when, in confession, whether it's yeah. something we did or something we simply feel, that's when God can actually meet our need because we've stated it.
0: Yes, exactly. Huh? Because he already knows. Yeah, he does, sees it all. Yeah, he does. You know? And I so have. it's like, well... Yeah. If you see it all, I need to see it all. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So mm-hmm. I admit and I accept and I know that God is going to be my protector in my simple heartedness. In me mm-hmm. um, being straightforward mm-hmm. and honest. He's going to still love me. Mm-hmm. It's not conditional. So I'm not going to be punished. Mm-hmm. Then I evaluate my life's choices after I admit and I accept. So around these feelings? Around these feelings. What these feelings have led you to choose? Exactly. Are these choices in my life making things better or worse? are these choices bringing me closer in intimacy with him or further away? So I identify them. I admit and I accept them. I'm honest with them. Then I evaluate what are my life choices that are being attached right now to some of these feelings that I have. And then I set reminders on my phone that bring me closer because to start to understand that God is for me and he loves me even in the midst of my feelings, I have to be reminded that he's He's for me. Right. I think that's the biggest thing with feelings and faith is that sometimes we feel like they can't be in tandem.
1: Right. 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 They can't live together. I mean, the reality is, Erin, you're a feeling person. Yeah. And the reality is I'm a thinking person. Yeah. But you have thoughts and I have feelings. Yeah. So, you know, and that connects to faith. Yeah. You know, and faith is in all of those. And I'm kind of thinking back to applying what you've just suggested. You know, I told you I, I compartmentalize. Yeah. I know what I'm feeling. Hmm. I, I've done some work to pay attention. I don't stuff. Yeah. So there's a difference between compartmentalizing yeah. and denying. Right. So I right. know point. I'm walking from this room of feelings into this room of feelings mm. when I do it. But what you've just suggested in terms of a tool, and I'm going to ask you to repeat it again, yeah. is that I could take those steps or principles into each compartment as a thinking-oriented mm. person. Yes. And let myself look at my feelings and and let them indicate to me or inform me what's going on with me as I welcome Jesus into each of those compartments. I I picture right now a beehive, you know, with all those little cells, you know, and and I live in all those little cells. I kind of run between compartments, you know, but they're all part of me. Mm. So so what are the ideas you've come up with to help yourself
0: again to admit? So I identify them. There you go. I admit and accept. I evaluate my life choices. And I set reminders on my phone to help me live in the truth of how okay. God sees me, mm-hmm. how he loves me, what he thinks about me, mm-hmm. how he feels about me, that I'm seen by him, I'm heard by him. Because I think that our feelings can overcome the truth of how yeah. he sees yeah. and feels and thinks because that's always there. Mm-hmm. Um, can I share like Please. a few of my little reminders yeah, that yeah. I did because yeah, yeah. if you're kind of like okay I set reminders like does that even <laughs> what does yeah. that even mean it's and like I an alarm like, going off yeah, yeah it mm-hmm. is and okay <laughs> so I set it all, so I have you can see here they can't let me get my somebody listening can't okay. see it but they can okay. so. should I read one of them yeah read read the first one okay
1: this is on your phone. Okay. Oh, a little reminder. See. So like it
0: comes up and it. It's a reminder. So you can set it like different your... times. Yeah. Okay, so you let's... might
1: have to have in the show notes, how to set reminders on your cell phone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. <laughs> so you could call them breath prayers, prayers, yeah. like things that you want to say under your breath quickly when you feel just like you're trying to reprogram the way your mind is going, the way you're feeling about yourself. Okay.
1: Lord, guide me to the wise path that protects my heart for the purpose you have for me. Use me to honor what you want us all to know, that we are loved, need work, but are called to a greater purpose you have for us, that we're not to be scared of our messy, but know what it is and give it over to you. I love you, Jesus. Amen. Would you send that to me every day? Yes, I would. A <laughs> little <laughs> text message? I think it'd be awesome.
0: Okay, sounds good. good. <laughs> I'll be your reminder. Okay. <laughs> and sometimes, sometimes we actually do need to do that for mm-hmm. our friends that mm-hmm. are in seasons of life or they've had a bad week to mm-hmm. just send them a reminder a mm-hmm. prayer mm-hmm. like anytime i get a girlfriend that will she'll text me and she'll say like it's just been one <laughs> um, that's all she needs to that's say that's it. <laughs> right yeah i'm like immediately prayer because i think that depending on where we are in our feelings and if they're negative they're not doing us any good mm-hmm. telling somebody about it is so important because we can lean in on their faith when our faith isn't there.
1: As I listened to the last part of that show, I was thinking, we mentioned sending notes to our friends who are having a rough week, you know, but maybe we should send encouragements like the breath prayer you just read all the time, whether those we care about are having a good week or a bad week, even if we don't know what type of week they're having.
0: Absolutely. Let's focus on asking God each day to bring people to our minds who need encouragement. There's something so powerful about receiving a timely text message or a note with encouragement at just the right time that lets that person know they are on God's mind and our mind too. Mm -hmm. And again, for those of you
1: who are in the middle of doing something else, or if you feel like you missed something during the show. The show notes are available in the podcast description or on our website at GodHearsHer.org. That's GodHearsHer.org. The show notes include the talking points, verses mentioned, and even a few breath prayers you could program into your phone to remind you of God's love. That information, again, is in the show notes or on our website, GodHearsHer.org.
0: And if you've enjoyed the show or enjoy God Hears Her in general, Would you take a few moments to rate us and write a review? Ratings and reviews help us reach more women. We're so thankful for your help in spreading the word for this podcast.
1: Thanks for listening and joining us today. Don't forget, God sees you. He hears you. He loves you because you are His.
0: Before we end today's show, I just want to take a moment and thank Neil, Steve, and Sharon for their help in creating and sharing the God Hears Her podcast. Thanks, guys.